0: Hi, everybody. This is Kay, and thanks for listening to another episode of Coffee and Conversations. So it is fall. I am loving this weather. I'm sitting outside on my porch with the lights, and I have a blanket, and it feels so good. And I live in South Carolina, and typically, you can always know when you run into a true South Carolinian, because especially if they're from, like, the capital city, they complain about how cold it is. And I'm like, oh my goodness, it's only 55 degrees, y'all. This is not bad. Um, but it just just makes me chuckle and laugh. And I love this because it has gotten a little bit chilly. I am busting out my boots tomorrow. I don't care. It's going to be a nice chill when I leave to go to work. And I cannot wait to uh, put on a dress and put on some boots. Um, anyway, you guys didn't—you're not listening to hear me talk about boot weather. You're here to hear me share about my experience as a divorced woman. So as I approach the year anniversary of being divorced, and this will probably probably be the last time I really do this, but I just, for me, it's been great reflection, um, just kind of seeing where I've been over the past year and where I hope to go. Um, I feel very fortunate that um, I'm outside recording because my family's visiting, my parents are visiting. This is a busy time for me um, at my university in an area that overseas, it really kicks into gear. And when um, I realized that my daughter is still still gonna have to do e-learning, I knew I was gonna need some help. Um, even my ex, I knew we were gonna need some help, even with, with both of us being here. So I feel very blessed that my parents are retired and they, they could drive over and stay with us for a couple weeks. Whew, let's see we can make it two weeks. <laughs> I think we can. There's enough room in this house spread out. Um, And when they visit, I eat things I usually don't, uh, don't normally eat and I drink things I don't drink. So, like, I'm drinking a Coke. I do not drink Cokes. I drink water and club soda and ginger ale. So, I, I'm wired, which is one reason why I decided to go ahead and record because I was going to wait until they left. But I really had had this on my mind. that I knew I wanted to do this episode leading up to my one year, which is next month in a couple of weeks. Because then from that point on, I don't want to just kind of really, you know, I'll do reflection, but not like this. And I also want to, you know, hopefully help you be feel better. I do this podcast so people feel better about their situation. I know I've gained some new listeners, so welcome. Um, hopefully my story will resonate with you and you'll realize that you're not the only one that probably thinks these things does these things um it seems like it seems like a lot of people like my last episode about co-parenting I got a lot of comments on my Instagram page which I love a few messages um you know people sharing yeah, sometimes I do ignore the email or you know definitely feeling it when you talk about splitting the bills and what's appropriate to pay and so um so yeah I just I share my story because um, I think it's helpful. So that being said, as I reflect and approach this year, I want to do another, um, episode about dating for fun. So when I recorded this, um, after like a couple months into my divorce, I was just talking about things I did during my separation because, um, you know, on the dating apps and, um, and going through that process because it's so scary. I mean, it really is scary when you're out there dating um, or you're getting involved in dating when you're separated and definitely divorce. Because all, and all the things I mentioned in that episode, it's still true today. You know, um, you're nervous about taking that risk, like in, you know, going on a dating app and thinking what someone's going to think about you being on the dating apps. And then two, just when you, if you ever get that date, you know, how do you drop hints to someone that you want to go out with them? Um, I never, I've only had twice where someone said, I want to go out with you. Well, actually we count three times divorced dad, but you know, y'all know the story about him. He was just saying it just to say, so he could have plans. I had to let him know I'm not your backup. So keep that in mind. That's definitely a good tip. So hold on to that. Um, but it's also like, you know, letting someone know that you are interested in them and going out. And then what does going out look like? You know, do you do the Netflix and chill? Do you go to someone's house? And with this pandemic going on, hopefully that helps people to get to know each other in a different way. That kind of worked with me, and I'll talk about that in a minute. The other thing with dating is then once you, you know, spend some time with someone or you feel that chemistry, then it's the intimacy, sleeping with them. When do you wait? How long do you wait? You know, someone seeing your body, you know, that whole feeling. It, just gets, it also depends on what you exit out of in your marriage. Uh, but those things are still prevalent, but not as much anymore that it stops me from wanting to take that step. And I'm just glad that I did do those things. I did I, I did those things, especially when I was separated, because I was just with conversation and I was all about conversation and y'all can't even talk tonight. It's this caffeine, I'm telling you, it has me wired. Um, but that being said, um, you know, I'm glad that when I separated, I did the dating apps, and I knew what I wanted, and I was not going to go away from that. I wasn't really looking to take it further than a, than the text messages and sharing my Google Voice number. And then when I felt comfortable after doing that, um, as I, you know, after a year, then that's when I said, "Well, I wouldn't mind trying to maybe see if I could find somebody that wouldn't mind sharing space with." And that's where we got Mr. Potential, you know, and that was really my first date since um since my, you know, divorce. We uh, we went on a date like a month or two before my divorce and I've shared the story about him and how I feel like people come into your life for a reason and I feel that he came into my life um because we were having conversations and um I he helped me get through that moment, those two months leading in up to the divorce hearing. So where am I at with now? Well those experiences and I've mentioned before like just chasing the little R meaning that just still wanting to just have experiences and get to know people. And that's really what, um, I kind of moved into this other phase. I think I think in phases because at my university we're talking in phases. So that really throws me off. <laughs> so you probably think why she's saying phases, but anyway, um, so the experiences and, um, and just getting to know people and, um, so an update. So dating now, um, now I'm at a point where I do want to go on dates and to me, a date is when someone says, I want to take you out or, hey, do you want to do this? Or I tell that person, hey, I wouldn't mind going out with you or wouldn't mind going bowling with you. I mean, sometimes yeah, it could be Netflix and chill. But really, right now, I would like to be in someone's space of like public and just see how we vibe, especially if we've been talking for a while on the phone or text message. Um, so that is what I'm wanting to do. And. I If you've never, if you haven't listened to my episode about being alone but not lonely, go back and listen to that episode because I'm okay with being by myself on a Friday night, you know, hanging out with my girlfriends or just being here like I was Saturday night um, because I'm not lonely. I might be alone but not lonely because I know I'm worth the wait and I know um, I'm worthy of that type of interaction with somebody. And I'm not going to, now I'm not going to settle for Netflix and chill or, or not even really telling me you want to go on a date with me. If you're going to beat around the bush with it, then I'll beat around the bush with you because that's the other thing too. No one wants to seem desperate and thirsty. So I would say a year later, I feel like I'm more desperate and thirsty and I'm trying not to be because, you know, when you go out with someone and you vibe and you have that connection, then it's like. Who texts whom? Is he going to send me the good morning text? And then when he does, how much do I put out there? It's crazy. You know, and when they don't respond back, do I call? And then do I seem like I'm thirsty? Because, dude, you can respond to a text like, hey, what you doing tonight? You know, all that kind of stuff. Oh, it's just, it's just so, I don't know. It's so weird. And I don't like the feeling because I don't like being, feeling like I'm not in control. And then I just have to say, okay, just let it go. (laughs) <laughs> sing like that frozen song right just let it go let it flow and just enjoy the moment and that's what also would so when I get that way like I'm if I seem like I'm thirsty and all that I just have to take a pause and say enjoy the moment which is what I did this past weekend so an update I had my second date since my divorce and don't worry guys I'm not going to count them down like this <laughs> Because I I don't like to kiss and tell a lot of details, but at least to let you know, hey, somebody is going to ask you out on a date. And hey, guys, if you do ask that girl out on a date, she might just say yes to you and you could have a great time. And hopefully you will be able to stay with the person all night long and not leave after having drinks. Now, that's never happened to me before, but I've heard horrible stories like that. Oh, my goodness. Just so bad. anyway, so this past weekend, I had a five-star date with kind of a blast from the past. So if you're a listener, you might be thinking, oh my goodness, not Mr. Potential. You did not give him a third or fourth chance. Oh my goodness, no. I have not heard from him ever since I said this is what I want or this is what I'm looking for. And he responded back with nothing. (laughs) But we're not talking about him. So I don't know if you guys can recall... I mentioned a guy called Political Party. So he's someone I met during the quarantine. You hear my Coke? That's me opening up my Coke. And um, had to take a sip. Anyway, so <laughs> no coffee tonight. Go go cola So um, he's someone I met during the quarantine. And actually, I met him at an event in the city about a month or two before that. So I, in a way, I kind of knew him. And I talk about him in some of those episodes like Spill the Tea and some other things where I thought we maybe not have clicked. But then eventually we, you know, we did like talk and text and I would ask him to go on walks with me in my neighborhood because he didn't live that far from me. And um, and so we just had a cool vibe, but um, he was separate. He is separated. And so I recognized that he was still dealing with feelings and emotions and which is understandable. It's nothing against him at all. I remember being in that same space when I was separated, but eventually we stopped talking and just kind of drifted because he made it clear he did not want to be in the friend zone. And I made it clear that that was, I was just not in that place to be that person for him, like that type of companionship or anything like that. Well, a couple months later, we, he reached out, I responded back. And so long story short, after after a few text messages, you know, he asked me out. And um, it was an interesting exchange because when we talked about what happened over the summer, he said that he thought that the walks and when we would get coffee, those were dates. Y'all, I was like, no, I was a cheap date. Like, no, no, no. And this is the person who also went back and listened to my episodes. He listens to the podcast. And um, I told him I was going to share a little bit about our date, but not all the details about it because... I mean, it was a good night, but I at least want to let people know. I want to share some details with it because these are things that we want, and we just don't think that's going to happen, right? You know, and you want someone that kind of studies you, listens to you. It feels like they get you, and then they show you. Um, And he showed that by, you know, giving me the date that I wanted um, because he's heard me mention that. And I, I don't think he did it because, oh, I think you're desperate or anything like that. He's just... I don't know. I I don't think that that was the case. But in terms of like at least being at a place of having a good time and knowing that we're gonna have a vibe, that was really cool. And so it was a five star date. It was music, dinner, conversation. It was great. So if you're worried about getting back out there and you don't know what that's gonna look like, I mean I had to go through a couple crazy people to have this date tonight, and I don't know what's gonna happen after. I mean not tonight, the other night. And I don't know what's gonna happen, but I look forward to seeing if we go on another date, and I also look forward to asking him to go out and do something, um, as well. But overall, it's scary. It's hard, and I'm a little nervous too about it because it's like, oh do I call him? Like, how much do I call him? So glad my parents are here because that's a good distraction. So I won't be like blowing somebody up. And it's just all the things that come with it. So even though he had a great time, I still have those thoughts and feelings. And we'll just, you know, you just take it one day at a time. Um, Because I do enjoy our conversation. And you know, he talks right, looks right, does all the right things, but you know, he's still separated. So as you go out there and you meet people, just pay attention to the signs and the conversations and, um, and make sure you really do get a chance to talk to someone thorough. So you get a good idea as to not where you stand with them, but just who they are. And, um, and I just have to remember that, you know, he has not finalized his divorce or anything like that. And like I said, that's nothing against him, but just have to remember where he is in his, and his headspace. And I'm not saying that, Oh, I'm trying to run into a relationship or anything like that, but just keeping that in mind, um so that way, you know, it just kinda keeps you in check. And so as you navigate and make these decisions as to is this something I wanna do? Yes. Do it. If anything that you take a, a takeaway from me sharing this tonight, just do it. I mean, was I nervous? Oh my god, my I was nervous Friday. Um, because then I thought he's gonna cancel. Because nothing good ever happens. <laughs> like he's gonna cancel, just like the other dates, and you know. And I said that to him. Oh, I thought you were texting me to cancel. He's like, why? But he didn't. And then it's just those other nerves that come along with going on a date that I felt like a year ago with someone else. Um, and, you know that's just life. But don't let don't let um the unknown stop you from probably having a really good night and maybe having a really good friend and who knows where it can lead to. But uh, Because that's what we want, right? We want companionship. We want someone that we can do some things with. Someone that gets us, listens to us, where you can have a good conversation. That's what we want. And you deserve it. We all deserve it. And just because you didn't get that in your marriage doesn't mean that you're not worthy of that. Or that you're not going to find somebody that's going to be able to for you to do those things with because I'm gonna end this episode like I've ended all the rest of them. I wanna fall in love, I want intimacy, I want companionship, I want those things. And I know I'm gonna get those things. And I'm willing sometimes to take a risk and um and be quiet. <laughs> be quiet. And I'm happy to share my narrative of who I am that's not tied to being a divorced mom who works at a university. That's the old narrative of Kay. This new narrative is just me being me. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening. And um, I look forward, I won't tell, I'm not going to share any more about those uh, dates. So, you know, maybe later on, I'll give an update about kind of what happens with that situation. Um, I think we'll definitely probably be friends because if anything, like, but like, if anything, I don't know, let me stop talking about that because I'm going to stop talking about it. <laughs> but anyway, um, my next update, I'm going to kind of focus on the big three, that three thing, three lessons learned, um, and just um, as I kind of just wrap things up, especially preparing for your divorce. Uh, I've chatted with a lot of people and it's some things that people just don't know that you need to get your stuff ready for and, and what you need to do. So I definitely want to make sure that I prepare you, uh, whether you're separated or you're getting ready to go into divorce hearings. I'm going to give you the top three things that I think you need to know that in order to be prepared for your divorce, um, things that, at least one of the things I wish I would have known that um, I didn't really pay attention to until it was almost too late. But once again, thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you have a good evening and be safe wherever you are.